Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Fun week seven, kinda, sorta, weird games. Uh, Major takeaway, one clear and obvious major takeaway from the week though. And uh, that is coaching matters a lot in the NFL right now. It matters a lot. I feel like the Colts won uh, over the uh, Texans because of coaching decisions. I feel like the Ravens beat the Seahawks because of coaching decisions. Um, I feel like the Chargers and the Titans both deserve to lose that game because of coaching decisions. Uh, I think, uh, and the main question I have for you, Andy, after seeing all the action this week, uh, who are the Saints playing in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, man. And this is one of my greatest avoids ever because it's like, oh, we should we should fade the, you know, we should maybe fade the Saints one of these weeks. So I've been pretty much staying away from it. Some people have been hemorrhaging money doing that, but it's like, ah, by fading the Saints, I'm pretty much betting on Mitch Trubisky in the offense and he's halfway hurt and play. That got ugly. The Bears can't win if they don't get a shitload of turnovers. They're a little yep. worse than last year, and they're not getting the turnovers. And they might have just, they might have just put themselves out of playoff contention with that one. So they have, some, tough, so they have some other tough games coming up. But yes, the Saints have looked great. They don't even have their starting quarterback. The defense played well. Really, a lot of the yardage they gave up was just trash yardage at the end, and they're flying all over the place. Granted, Mitch Trubisky is not an imposing NFL quarterback to play, but. You got to beat who's on your schedule, and they have not lost with Teddy. Uh, Breeze sounds like he's back in the next couple weeks. I'm trying to. Mm, do you yeah. know when is their buy? Is it in two weeks? It is after the. It's after this Cardinals game. Yeah, so. <laughs> and that we didn't see a look ahead on what line on this Cardinals game, which made me think that they expect Breeze back this week. There, uh, there's, there's really talk no rush. About it, Red, but why why, yeah, why would you do that? Right. You know, the Cardinals have won three straight, but they've won three straight over bad teams. And I think they probably, you know, conventional thinking would be start Teddy one more game, let Breeze get a little extra rest. Going into the home stretch with a rested, because he's good. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Super Bowl winner, but he's old as shit. If you can go into, if you, I mean, if you, it's like we talked about last week. If you can go into the home stretch with a quarterback coming out of the bye, having played, what, one or two games? And yeah. That's, and and then also being like seven and one, Jesus, yeah. you were you were in the driver's seat. I think we saw some of the uh, maybe some chinks in the armor there in the other <laughs> seated team. As far as and we, ah, God, I wish we'd have harped on this more because we'd look smarter. But somebody kind of said this. It's one of those things you don't see it until somebody says it. But someone said like Jimmy Garoppolo is just not that good. No, this no, is a this is a team. No. This is the Buffalo Bills West where. It's like, yeah, they have a really, really good defense. So yeah, reminds and, you of the Jags a couple years ago. It, it kind of does, where he's he's had some struggling moments, but this or the Bears is, last year, yeah, just compiling like, wins, yeah, compiling <laughs> like, wins at, with the defense, in spite of their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah. So the NFC, the NFC, I'd say it's not like San Francisco took a step back, but they kind of did. If you want to compare them to the Saints right now, 
Um, yeah, Minnesota, weird game Minnesota, though. Minnesota. Gross game. It, it was yeah. a well. I mean, yeah, it rained. Well, let's yeah, let's frame the whole let's frame the whole NFC and and I, I mean, it may have sounded like I was being a little sarcastic with the Saints playing the Super Bowl, but I I don't think you. Oh can no, they're a clear favorite. They are right clear. They should be the clear favorite. Uh, we're looking at a, we're looking at a line like New Orleans minus nine uh, against Arizona this week. Uh, with expecting that Teddy Bridgewater gets to start. Um, so yeah, why why? Would you rush Breeze back? Give him a couple weeks. Break. Don't bring him back till November. Keep his arm fresh. He was going to, you know, he's. We talked about like our, you know, our um, pessimism for New Orleans in the preseason and off season was based around Breeze. You know, maybe throws and throws and throws and throws, and by December and January, his arm is dead. Um, well, that's not going to be the case this year. And the more rest you can give, the better off you are. Plus, the NFC South looks to be. Pretty weak. Um, <laughs> Falcons uh, should fire their coach and probably won't have. I, I doubt we see Matt Ryan next week, right? I mean, like, there's probably probably won't see Matt Ryan again this season. I they said it was feeling. minor. I mean, they, yeah, they but walking boot for precautionary reasons. They said it was minor, but I mean, what, what is your? You? Yeah, what is your? What's your end game here this season? They're pretty much yeah. out. Get a top five pick. Get a game changing defensive player in the draft. Like, get, yeah, get, yeah. Get, get your offensive coaching. line. Your offensive line is part of the problem anyway. Like they're going to get him more hurt if you throw him back out there injured. So, um, yeah, get rid of Quinn and uh, put Ryan on the shelf. Uh, Carolina also, they're going through. Yeah, they're coming off by next week. They're playing against uh, San Francisco. That looks like a spot to, if you really believe in Kyle Allen, you have to take the points with Carolina, right? Yeah, you can get a nice six. It is on the road, but coming off a bye, and Carolina's defense hasn't played too bad. Kyle Allen has been more than a game manager. He's been mm-hmm. quietly impressive. He's not a top echelon quarterback, but he's been more than enough with the rest of the pieces they have there with CMC in that defense. So I don't, I actually don't mind that. If, if some San Francisco money trickles in, which yeah. it's not a little bit, I mean, I guess we're, it's saying we opened six and we're at six and a half. But if you got a seven, I'd be pretty interested there. I road, would too. Yeah. I think I would dog. too. Uh, I don't love Kyle Allen and I don't love the likelihood that the Carolina does something dumb, like force Kim Newton back in into the picture here and they should clearly let him sit for the rest of the season. Um, but either way, uh, Bucks aren't catching the Saints. Panthers, I don't think, can keep up with the Saints, especially when Bruce is back healthy and they play them late in the season. Uh, and uh, yeah, Falcons are done. So Saints pretty clearly can coast at this point to win the NFC South, in my opinion. And uh, I think you can write off the uh, you know the one or two seed from the NFC East. I don't think either of those teams is going to compile enough wins. Whoever wins tonight, yeah, it's tonight, uh, and then, tonight's uh, winner. And then I mean, winner. there was a couple a couple of nice offenses in the North today. I was just going to go there. Oh, okay, so, I, well, you had so, to. It's all that's left. Well, no, the West too. I mean, the West is. I mean, the West is uh, is going to be. They're all going to be hurting each other, right? Like Niners, yeah. Seahawks, uh, and Rams are all going to do damage to each other round robin style. Um, that'll get a little. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Round robin style. They're going to be scissoring each other, um, and then um, uh, yeah, and then the two most impressive performances of the day by far. Green Bay and Minnesota. Uh, we were talking up like maybe the Lions were frisky in the NFC North. Uh, nah, never mind. <laughs> uh, even though Stafford at times was like shredding the uh, Minnesota defense, it didn't matter. Uh, Minnesota has all of their horses aligned and they're coordinating an offense right now that is dangerous AF. And they get a Thursday night game against a complete 
joke of a franchise in the Washington Redskins. And um, Kirk Cousins gets to exact a little revenge, revenge to know he is a 16-point favorite at home. On oh, that always, that always turns out well for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just geez. thinking of the Bills oh, game. Um, yeah. No, that uh, – yeah. I don't know what happened today because this was a much better defense, especially in the secondary than secondary. That's a weird one to say. Um, <laughs> then, you know, the Giants are Philly. It's I'm trying to wrap my head around the game plan today. And they, I mean, they did feed, they did feed the ball to cook quite a bit too. But I mean, when you have a lead for big chunks of the game, you are going to run the ball more. And they're just a team that does want to run, especially outside. He had a nice day, but still cousins, like it was a nice all around offensive performance, I guess. I don't know if it was the fact like that they tricked themselves into thinking they're a passing team. Cause it, it was so easy against New York and Philly. Like, Oh, we could just do this all the time. Let's just do this all the time. And, and then they do it against a decent team and it turns out they have the weapons to do it. And here you go, 42 points. The Green Bay, I don't think, was ever in doubt that they were going to want to throw the ball more. But, yeah, both of those offenses looked really good. And that's dangerous when you get into the playoffs. If you got a, an offense that can score a ton, especially against maybe a suspect quarterback like uh, Jimmy G or uh, – I mean, the, the, Saint, the Saints uh, – you were saying the Saints are the top. The Saints are the number one team in the NFC right now. And I don't yeah. believe in jinxes, gooches, or anything like that, but – Saints seem to have bad luck in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to face one of those teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So uh, let's talk about Kirk Cousins in long-term uh, Minnesota for one more second here. Uh, any concern about Adam Thielen? I mean, obviously, you're, you still, still scored banana points after he went out that game. Uh, do you think he's back next week, or do you give him uh, – this is a short week. Well, you're already short week, dominantly a huge, huge favorite. You give him a week off and then – try to bring him back after because I'm looking at this. I mean, I'm looking at this Minnesota schedule and it's super favorable to them down the stretch in terms of they're playing at home a lot. They're not going out, you know, they're, they're um, away games uh, in December or Seattle and LA. Uh, so really they have, they finished, they finished with four home games in a row. Lions at chargers, uh, yeah. Packers and bears. So yeah, the chargers yeah. might've given up by then you get all three of your divisional foes at home late. Going to Seattle yep. isn't easy. Going to Dallas and KC isn't easy, but likely Kansas City will be Matt Moore, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Boy, if you can, you know, you, you look at some of the teams that got to play teams early that had maybe a suspended player. It's like, oh, it's lucky we, you know, Patrick Peterson's not playing or whoever's not playing. Sure. Talk about just falling into some luck. If you can get the Chiefs without Mahomes. Yeah. What is that? I mean, what's that worth to the spread? Thing is, both Green Bay and Minnesota get it, though. Yeah, that is true. Oh, and that's true. But uh, that's where I think. I think whoever loses tonight is in a world of hurt for playoff chances. I, I agree too. Because I think. I mean, at Green this point, Bay Minnesota, Minnesota, Green Bay, that one of those is taking the wild card, and then probably, uh, honestly, Seattle, L.A., and San Francisco. One of them is taking the wild card. Right. Yeah, like, it's definitely. I, I'm, yeah, I'm putting the east and the the east and the south kind of feel like their their chances seat, are greatly diminished. Yeah, yeah where yep. it's going to be between the the loser in the north, and then probably two teams in the west vying for those two spots. Yep. So it'll be real interesting down the stretch. And yeah, like you said the 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 schedules are kind of conducive for Minnesota to do well. Green Bay is a game up. Has what do you think of them? Away today? games. 
I mean, that's just, I still, I still don't believe in Oakland. Like that's what you're supposed to do. The defense looked a little sketchy at times. Oakland's running looked, game is nice. They looked like they were like they were like sleepwalking in that yeah. one. Like we talked about how they had what eight weeks in a row they're on the road effectively, and uh, it looks like that's wearing on them a little bit, which isn't great because next week they head at Seattle, <laughs> and Seattle uh, has a little bit of uh, has a little bit of making up ground to do here in division because they sit two games. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Seattle plays Atlanta next week. Oh, yeah, that's a fat one. Where's Oakland? Okay, Oakland goes to Houston. Sorry, Oakland goes to Houston. Houston has uh, a little bit of ground to make up now. Houston get right game. Houston yeah, Green, right Green Bay game. down the stretch at Chiefs, at Chargers, Panthers at home, at Niners, at Giants, Skins, Bears at home, and then they close out the season at Vikings, and then oh, the Lions at home playing Ooh, spoiler. Spoiler. Ooh, I like it. Even I like the it. Bears, the Bears, you know, being a little down compared to last year, going Bears, Vikings, Lions at the end of the year. That's a tough stretch. It is. Um, okay. So I think maybe we're at the point where Minnesota probably can position themselves for a two seed. That's pretty cool. Uh, wouldn't it be cool to have a uh, uh, a Minnesota New Orleans NFC title game? Have you ever had one of those? <laughs> it's, been it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been ten years. Um, It'd be ten years to the. I think. Wait, imagine Um, that Brett Favre was still in the league. (laughs) I think. Oh man, I was gonna say Uh, another name that I'm just gonna leave out. Nothing dramatic has ever happened in a in a Viking Saints playoff game, so that would be great. Um, I think Darren Sharper played in that game. He might have. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, so the. the NFC picture is starting to make more sense. There were some, mm-hmm. you know, specifically this week, I think really helped sort some things out. Uh, AFC, not quite as much. Uh, um, what was your comment about the, uh, uh, the Colts, uh, Colts to win the AFC South tickets? Uh, oh, we gotta yeah. have grave. Yeah. Hand, like hand coming meme. out of the grave. Ver- Jeff, yeah. Verbal meme under undertaker gift, verbal meme for uh, AFC South uh, tickets for the Colts. Yeah, if you, if you um, bet on the Colts in any way, shape, or form, whether it was to win the division, win the AFC, regular season wins over, like that. Hopefully, you didn't have physical paper tickets that you ripped up because yeah. shit, that shit ain't dead. They yeah. are playing pretty good football right now behind a strong offensive line, a smart coach, and a court. It's just like Kyle Allen, but probably better. <laughs> Great fucking coach, yeah. Frank Reich, man. Frank oh Reich is God. top coach right now. Oh my God. He is a, a top coach, but top yeah, percent percent has sure. stepped in very nicely. He's playing very well, and they're, I mean, they're in control in the South, aren't they? Tennessee won. They too. are in control in the South based on that win, but it was at home, so you have to recognize yes. that, and um, and also. They have already had their bye where Houston has not. So they have played one fewer game. Now, a couple of thoughts on that game. So there were a couple of games this week where I was kind of waffling. Like I had a greed on the side and the total, and I had to just decide what my, you know, what my more confident look was because I don't love to double dip. And um, the two that stand out were the the Colts. I liked the Colts and I liked the under. I played the under. That was the wrong decision. Uh, and that was a no. That was we, a we no said that too. We there. said we were both yeah. saying like oh, I don't like betting the side and the total, but it'd been a nice split. 
It would have. Uh, but then at the same time, I liked uh, both Baltimore and over in that one, and only Baltimore made it home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess let's stick with uh, Indy for some thoughts on that game. To this point in the season, we have seen them lean heavily on their offensive line. We have seen them use a very conservative script and sequencing when Jacoby Brissett is asked to pass the ball. He was he was among the shorter average depth of target um, forces, you know, quarterbacks across the league. And really that played into my under handicap. Like I just, I didn't think that they were going to like let him like loose. And with Frank Reich took the leash off uh, emphatically, he let him go, let him throw and exposed a pretty weak part of the Houston Texans team, which is their secondary. And he also exposed Bill O'Brien because Bill, he let Bill O'Brien, they, you know, they did the bend, but don't break thing. You know, they didn't really, you know, they let them move the ball pretty uh, readily from 20 to 20. And then when they got into the red zone, they confused their, you know, their, their looks on defense. And um, they made it a hell of a lot tougher for uh, Deshaun Watson to get it done and score touchdowns. And that was the difference in the game. If they are scoring touchdowns instead of those first couple of field goals, then it's, uh, it's probably, you know, a, a more of a coin flip as opposed to, yeah. you know, um, you know, Indy getting the win. Uh, I guess Apologies what we take- to the uh, Texans backers, Texas fans that in the grass play that one, I went back and forth and I watched it a bunch of times and it was probably the right call. Because I think yeah. they got to try to call it consistently, and it's meant yeah. to protect the quarterback. I don't care if your quarterback is, you know, this greater athlete than a lot of the other quarterbacks, and he can make a play like that. Like that's there to protect the quarterback from getting held up and just getting drilled by a large human that's yep. going to come hit him secondarily. So it sucked, and it sucked he yep. took the loss. But F- that, fight that's again another day. Probably yep. yeah, that's probably the right call. Yeah, that was a I big agree. turning point, though, and all the field goals. It was. That was monstrous. Was. I mean, it was, like you said, to open the show, coaching matters. It mattered yeah, it does. no more so than that game. I guess, does Indy, do we have to consider Indy more, more seriously here? Because they were still missing some pieces. Um, they, were, they were the only team that came off of bye today that didn't absolutely stink up the joint, right? Um, Raiders and the Bears both looked like death. Uh, who else was off by Bills? The Bills barely got a win. They didn't cover um, against the freaking worst team in the history of the NFL at this point. They were behind. Um, they were behind. They lost the first half. My 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 uh, uh, my survivor pool uh, life was like hanging by a thread there for a little while. Um, and and that was even that was I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my smaller survivor pool from here on in because Buffalo you can just fade Miami like pretty much every week now for you know until like week 15, um, and they're going to win one of these days maybe maybe not uh, anyway the um, I guess Indianapolis Indianapolis was I thought looked the best of all the teams that came off the bye. Uh, what do you think their chances are here really for for real like if if um, Jacoby Brissett is a more dangerous quarterback if he can throw the ball down the field, if he can hang 30 points on the board. Um, you know, do we have to take that more seriously? I have them probably at about 10 and a half wins right now. I'm looking at their schedule. Okay. Like they That'd have, be good. They have some tough What was their ones, season? I mean, what was their preseason win total? You I mean, it was it was right there. I mean, it was close to nine. <laughs> With luck. Nine, yeah, nine, when nine we were thinking half. luck, yeah. I think it was nine yeah. and a half, ten. Uh, but you know, you should be able to get it done at home versus the Broncos. That's a good. That just you match up well against that team. At the Steelers, that's a tougher one, but they should be close. 
Uh, you get the Dolphins, which is nice. The Jaguars twice. You split, maybe. You beat the Titans. Texans maybe take a loss on the road. Beat the Bucks, lose to the Saints, and then Panthers is kind of your swing game. 9, yeah. 10, 11 wins. Like, they're – if, if things don't go costly off the rails, like this is, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. We need to, we need yeah. to be looking at that clearly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, yep. I mean, just, I and then so just with the, the, it was funny. The other conversation we had as far as, well, like, oh, is, is, are the Chiefs in danger of losing the AFC West? And, and the Raiders, never mind. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> not and the, and Broncos, the same thing. Not the Raiders and the Chargers. Oh, my Lord. Well, and then the, the same Chargers thing with the North. The same thing happened with the North. Great <laughs> yep. win. Great call by you. We love our Ravens. They really rewarded Oof. us. Lamar looked great. Oof. He is so dean. It's so scary. It's Michael Vick all over again where it's like, uh, we're going to rush hard from the outside and he's going to go up the gut for 30 yards. And uh, dude, we're going to, we're going to chase him up the middle crazy. and he's going to go around the end. And or he's, if he he's, hasn't, he's making if he, if he isn't, tight end can uh, catch look, the ball. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Right. The drops are killing me. Um, but yeah, no, here's the thing. So Lamar Jackson, when I'm watching him play, uh, and obviously we have a lot of this in him. So I'm like, you know, pulling for him more than just like, I like the guy. Um, but the, um, but watching him play, if he, if he, if he's not being closed in on with like after three seconds after the snap, I'm almost like, no, don't throw it. Right. Like he's <laughs> impossible to tackle. He's so fast and he's so elusive. If, as soon as he's gone, it's Vic esque. It's so cool to watch. And, um, you know, it's, it's crazy because most of the time you're like, no, don't scramble. Like, you know, you, you know, seven seconds, 10 seconds after the snap, you know, usually there'll be somebody running wide open down the field. That's how Russell Wilson is so dangerous, you know? And, but with, Jackson, I don't want him to throw it. I don't want him to, you know, take a risk of, you know, throwing an interception or anything. I just want him to take off because it's just, you can't catch the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And they scored 30 on the back of two. Um, yeah, they had some issues punching it in. Seattle played up defensively for a lot of that game, I thought. Um, but, you know, Seattle's it really kind team. of, it came down to two coaching decisions again. Um, Pete Carroll electing to kick a field goal from 53 yards in that weather was awful. Uh, and then, um, Jim, you know, John Harbaugh, uh, deciding to go for it on fourth and two. Uh, and I couldn't a hundred percent tell if that was the play he called or if Jackson, uh, called his own number there because he saw something, but that, <laughs> he, he took that thing to the house and it didn't look even like remotely competitive. Like it was, that was always going to be what happened after that snap. So it was cool to watch and excited for the future of this franchise and especially this year in the AFC, which all of a sudden without Mahomes being a hundred percent looks kind of winnable. That was, that was um, going to be my next question. The Ravens do have the Patriots, Rams and Niners left on the schedule. Yeah. But they also uh, all have kind of big, clustered up, uh, right? Aren't they yeah. kind of clustered well, pretty the, soon? The Rams and Niners are, yeah. I mean, they're within five games after their bye week here. They come off the okay. bye versus home versus the Patriots, which if you can come off the bye week <laughs> and win versus the Patriots, which is a tough task, but let's be fair, the Patriots <laughs> haven't played the toughest games yet. This will be a tough test for them. It's a tough a lot in that sentence. That is <laughs> How do you really feel about it? <laughs> monstrous towards the Ravens possibly securing a two seed. With yeah, Mahomes out, a couple losses under their belt, playing Vikings and Packers. If they split those games, lose another game. And, you know, the Ravens continue to I – mean, the Steelers at home, Jets, Bills, Texans, Bengals, Browns, and then, they, you know, the three tough ones. 
it's yeah. it's absolutely doable for them to get to you know 11 12 wins yeah. and secure a bye that would be that would be yeah. enormous for this uh team who traded up to get a quarterback yeah and, man uh, and uh, the, i mean uh, the browns are 10 point dogs coming up speaking of trading uh, the trade for Marcus Peters paid dividends in oh one God. game. <laughs> Incredible. So Jalen Ramsey trade. Uh, the Rams defense was out of this world good today. Um, and granted, a lot of that was Falcons just quitting. But that's uh, that's I, I don't want to revisit that game because that was a brutal loss in that over. That was so gross. Uh, not that it was like all that close, but like the fact that one of your teams scored thirty seven points and you couldn't get a total. You know, you get couldn't get the over was is uh, is pretty pathetic. Where do you go from here if you're uh, and always oh, speaking of actually I guess let's give it a little little bit more uh, attention to Seattle who now goes to play Atlanta this week and what is going on with this line? Yeah, selling to it's four. So, I'm gonna bet that. Jesus. What is going on with this line? Is that that's not the the line's not up, is it? That's, that's no, no, that's still that. look ahead. If it if it if it does open at like four, four and a half, five. Yeah, that you smash. I mean, and I, I think like it's going to stay down. Because this might not be up till later in the week because of the quarterback. They want to know about Ryan. Yeah, they, I think yeah, I don't think we see Ryan. Difference. Actually, I hope they do start Ryan, and I hope the line's like four or four and a half. It's still a smash. I, I mean, and if it's, I mean, if they don't go with Ryan and it's a six and a half, seven, I probably road chalk. I'm not scared. Ain't be not scared. at all. No, Seattle has one of the better road field advantages in the league. Um, very true. Um, speaking of, yeah, uh, speaking of real quick, me? real quick, uh, Seattle, uh, I just wanted to comment <laughs> the second defensive touchdown for Seattle first for Baltimore today, uh, when Metcalf fumbled the ball, uh, and you know, the scoop and score there, that mm-hmm. was wild. And, uh, and it was fitting because Metcalf should not be running around out there with a fucking pacifier, uh, mouth guard. That thing is so ridiculous. Dude is like, he's like, a superhuman Hulk dude. What do you, what do you have a pacifier, you know, mouth guard in? Like what is going on with that? I think they uh, make him wear that until he learns how to run routes. <laughs> oh, is it, it's a rookie hazing. I don't, that makes I sense. Don't, that, that, now that makes sense. That would make, hazing, more, yeah, that that makes would make sense. more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, Seattle, uh, disappointed today, but, uh, I think they were primed for a bounce back. And I think Russell Wilson's still your, probably your presumptive MVP uh, and uh, Houston bounces back against Oakland this week. Are we playing those points? Maybe not. That's a lot. Like, they look good outside of the red zone. I want to do some red zone. Like uh, look at how teams, how the Oakland car had the does. infamous, uh, the infamous worst playing football. <laughs> Fumbling it through the end zone. That, that the was worst. The, worst the, the worst play, the worst play in all of football. Um, that game sailed over the total. I didn't see that overcoming. Did you? Oh, no, nor the Vikings total. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought we'd see over. some teams stymied in the red zone. Were there any, there was one field goal. I think that might have been it. A mm, lot yeah. of touchdowns. Thoughts on the um, the head-to-head with the uh, rookie QBs, Daniel Dimes? Is he still Daniel Dimes, or have they downgraded him from not having a nickname status? And uh, versus um, Kyler Murray, there's yeah, a New York Jets. Turnovers, turnovers were the story there. Like yeah, I don't think either. Like I don't think either of those teams are very good. No, Just, you can't when you have two shitty teams. Whoever turns the ball over is probably going to lose. And Daniel Dimes, players, his, his pocket yeah, presence yeah. was kind of shitty today. The, the organization looked like they kind of screwed him. Uh, they rushed all of those offensive players back from injury, and they all got hurt again. Um, 
not great for your overall development of your rookie quarterback to continually change out his pieces and uh, having guys that aren't 100% out there. I um, think they need to rectify that situation because uh, you need some consistency in that offense in terms of the personnel, get Jones some, some legit reps here. Um, I guess Arizona is, uh, they're going to live for that five wins, I guess. Um, not as bad as we thought defense had some big stands. They get that under came through by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Yeah, I don't think I deserved that one, but I will take it because I otherwise would have gotten swept on unders this week, probably or today, this morning. I went one and two in the morning on, on totals. And, for most of the morning, it looked like going three. Um, so that was kind of a gift. Yeah, that one looked um, dead. That one looked very dead. So stay away from Arizona unders is what you're telling me from from now till the end of the season. Well, I guess whoever who they're playing, like that was one of those where we disagreed. I said I kind of like the over, and then it got away from me where it went up to whatever 50, it got to 50 40, and a half. Yeah, 49 and a half, 50. And then it I got bet back down. I know it did at the this end. Morning. It was weird. Yeah. There, was some, there was some odd movement this morning. I'm not yeah. seeing a total that jumps off the board at me today. I thought we were total guys. I guess we're not total I, guys I guess anymore. we're not. They kind of went to hell on us this week. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the Arizona-New Orleans over. 48 and a half. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude. New Orleans almost got the over by themselves today. <laughs> they And that was against the vaunted... Monsters of Midway uh, yeah. in in Chicago. Even with Patrick um, Peterson back, that's still not a great defense. New Orleans with either quarterback will probably be able to I'll score. probably stay away from that game. I still don't have a read on Arizona at all. Even though I bet that game and I watched a bunch of it today, I just yeah, don't have tricky. a good read on them. Yeah. Um, how about... Uh, Rams-Cincinnati uh, under. Rams-Cincinnati under. How about the Carolina-San Francisco under? That's like two defense, two teams that are being carried by defense, and that's forty-two. That looks pretty bettable to the yeah. under. That one's taking mm. money to the under. That's <laughs> probably worth a bet. Yeah. Uh, Philly Buffalo probably staying away from that one. Jets Jacksonville. All right. Let's open- talk about your Jets. Let's talk about nice. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew and company. Uh, did was, they deserve that win today? That was the man, defense that got them that win. The Bengals. They deserve the win. They did not deserve to win by that much. It may be a bit of a, uh, you know, the final score wasn't fully indicative of how good they played. Like that team's, yeah. that team's not great. They're middling. Right. They're, the, they're the kind of team that's going to stay within seven of the spread for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> As or the tie, and tie, including ties. <laughs> including ties. ties in, um, yeah, the 12-leg teaser moves on 28-1. to one, Just needs nine more times where they stay within seven of the spread. That didn't help today. That's going to push spreads up. I can't have them winning by a lot. I need to kind of temper things. Now I'm going to have to tease the fucking you, zero again. I know I I'm betting against him and I'm going to tease. I got a bad, yeah, this doesn't look like a good one to tease either because I think the Jets probably get this W in Jacksonville. <laughs> in fact, uh, I mean, you did. You said you're going to do it, so I think you have to keep doing it. <laughs> but, uh, but this is a nice spot for the Jets, and we were talking about this a little bit before we got started because no, I'll, Monday I'll be Night Football, I guess it's both sides. You know, you know, spoiler alert, we both like the Jets in Monday Night Football. I bet the over um, another one where I couldn't really decide. I ended up playing the over. I like the Jets as well. Um, I think we see them give the Patriots all they can handle on Monday Night Football tomorrow night. 
do they get an outright win? Does this start their up. March to? No, I'm just. Uh, I just had uh, sparkling water and I have uh, a little gas. Um, do the Jets start their March to AFC title two hundred fifty to one in Jacksonville on Sunday, October the twenty seventh? Kind of need them to. <laughs> that ticket, that ticket doesn't hold a lot of value if they lose the next two games. They ha- they have to, and it's more than likely Jacksonville. You know, if, if they do split, it'll probably be a j- win at Jacksonville and not the not the other way around, getting the win versus the Patriots. Against the Pats. Yeah. But I would take that too. So yes, Jets will be a bet, even though I are. Are we guess. are we finding a place to bet the Jets now at four, plus four and a half? Expecting that to reopen at a much lower, less bettable number. I'm showing dime says five. I'm not sure if that's open right now. You know how the screen is. Sometimes it'll show. Yes, I do. Lines that aren't up. I could pull the sports book up, but yes, that's one I love. I think Will Hill has five. So probably is five there. Yeah. I don't think Jacksonville's quite as good as a, uh, as the score indicated today. And I think the jets are very live at least to stay within the five. I think we have a close, low-scoring game. That total's got to be pretty low. What, 40, 41? 41. Yeah, I'm fine with taking the Jets there. That's probably a bet as soon as I shop that around here this evening. I might be the only bet I'm making here early on a Sunday besides, I guess, yeah, that, that Carolina under is going to get beat up. I'm going to take some of that. I yeah, I want 40. that at minus, and a half. I, I don't want bet on don't minus forty two. Right. I don't want to wake up tomorrow and see that in thirty nine and a half or something terrible. I'd be like, God damn it. Um Yeah, I don't see how that gets over. These are two teams that are getting it done with defense and the Carolina, some of their high scoring uh some of their high scoring games were a little little fluky, a little wonky. Uh I don't think I mean maybe Jim McGropolo throws five interceptions like uh like James Winston did, but uh I doubt it. Um it was weird how that San Francisco Washington game, like the clock, just evaporated. Like the clock operator and everyone who was at the game and at the stadium was like, "We really don't want to be here. This is a mess. This is miserable. We're just going to let the clock run even when it was running time." To stop it. Yeah. yeah, they were in the third quarter when other teams had not made halftime yet. I don't know yeah. if I've seen that very often. That's wild. No, they I, think, game, I think there was a game in the third quarter when their game won the whistle. Yeah, no, that, that happened too. Yeah, I think it was a case of the, the coaches just said, we're not going to take time out. We're going we're gonna to hustle out there and just run the ball. Let the, let the shot clock, I almost called it. I'm, I'm getting a funny fact out. here. I'm reading a funny fact. Did you know that the Chargers' last drive was actually longer than that whole game? That's incredible. <laughs> that's that seems seems impossible, but that's what I'm seeing here. That's um, probably true. The time that it took to get that Chargers result in was weird and bizarre, but you know, whatever. Who cares? Chargers I was Tennessee not on that one outside of no. the teaser that had already died, which they covered their land. Thanks a lot, Detroit. Um, <clears throat> I guess anything else that pops before we shut it well, down? Yeah, there's Sunday one night? one some one pretty obvious commentary about week eight. Um, besides the fact that top to bottom it doesn't look good. Um, Who's coming off the buy? Can you name those? I think I made you do this last uh, week. Uh, coming off the buy is uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay for yep. sure. Um, and two from the other are there, conference. Are there two other ones also? Pittsburgh two from the, and Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Pittsburgh yes, and Cleveland. Dude, nailed yeah. it. 
Yeah. You know, I, I know I you know why that came to me? I've bet a lot of Cleveland and Pittsburgh games this year. I feel like I've had a very strong read on like kind of the fabric of those teams going up and down, sort of. And so the fact that they weren't on the slate this week made me a little uncomfortable. I was very aware of that. Um, but that's okay. Uh, Cleveland's taking those points against the Patriots, right? Get right spot for Cleveland, or this is the end of their season if uh, Baker Mayfield gets picked eight times. <laughs> what? Yeah, what a coaching mismatch! Like, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to lay. I'm not laying those points, but a ball hawking defense against a kid that is decidedly a little loosey goosey with where he's Cleveland throwing it played up when they went again up against Baltimore though on the road. Yeah, I don't know. This this matchup really stinks for them. I think. Like, oh, a good, good, you know, way to go out on a limb, Andy. It's tough to play the Patriots, but, man, that's that's an ugly spot for them going to Foxborough. I think Cleveland's only two wins were on the road this year, right? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a super weird team, but just the defensive secondary matched up against Baker, kind of slinging it. I feel like he's going to throw – like, a 10 and a half is going to be the right call. You're going to be looking good, and he's going to make some piss-poor decisions. He's going to go full Kaiser on it late. Remember mm. having remember having any of those Cleveland tickets like two years ago ever, and then Kaiser would you just knew it like he was throwing you knew it was coming yeah it was yeah or, or and especially in the red the if they were in the red zone you wouldn't even like I wouldn't even check the scorebook yeah they'd be at the twenty they'd be at the twenty you'd be yeah. like well they're not even getting a field goal here yeah. Yeah, it was impressively awful. No, no strong reads on the sides, but yeah, no the 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 slate does not look great next week, and you know what especially doesn't look great. <laughs> um, the primetime slate. <laughs> Holy oh fuck. The Redskins. Washington, Minnesota on Thursday Night Football. Uh, enjoy watching the Redskins on the road. Um, slated, yeah, slated to be like a, a what? A three-score spread there. Yep. Green Bay in KC. We don't know if, for sure if Moore is going to start, but he probably will. Green Bay looks like Likely. they're going to be minus three on the road. Uh, total of 40. Am I reading that right? 48? I don't know if that is actually up right now. I'm going to pop and look because I get it. Like it's not Mahomes, but still that seems a little low against the Kansas city secondary. So they, so the, the look ahead was 48. You're I, I'm just, I'm confused. They didn't alter it at all. They just flipped the spread and they kept the total identical. That's kind of nuts. They're basically like, yeah, no, the change from Mahomes to more meant a touchdown difference in favor of Green Bay. No change in the total points. That is goofy. It is 48. I can bet it right now. Are we missing something? Should we just... I don't know. Maybe. Let's, let's think about that one a little more. We don't have so the, to. Well, here, now, what I'm going to say is the Green Bay team total is going to be like 25 and a half. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, the worst game of the we'll, week. We'll circle back on that on Monday. I mean, on Wednesday, the, the worst game of the week. Maybe one of the worst of the year is on Monday Night Football where Miami heads to Pittsburgh. Uh, is that a NFL 100 celebration game? Probably, yep, right? that was a Super Bowl one. <laughs> oh, no, that's Sunday Night Football. What about Miami-Pittsburgh? That one's probably a NFL 100 celebration game, too. <laughs> yeah. Those have not worked out well. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, not seeing, not seeing any sides that I immediately need to get after. I don't think it's... I don't think that you're going to see tons of movement that pushes anything across key numbers here. Um, what do you think we see Buffalo Philly open at? Out of curiosity. 
I guess it depends how the offense looks tonight um, and Deshaun's health. I think you're not going to keep it off the board for a receiver, but I think people will be assuming Deshaun can finally play next week. Oh, gross fumble by Philly. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, hey, hey. No Excuse spoilers. me. Excuse no spoilers. me. Are you not Some watching? People, oh, yeah, my I'm God, watching. that was gross. I stream good is good, though. Is that good dare? Oh, it was gross. No, I think it was Ertz. Might have been good there. I had a, a oh, 86. Was, oh, that was gross. No, it was Godair, 88. Oh, yep, yeah. I thought I saw six. This is too. riveting podcasting oh, oh, we're doing here. Um, um, okay. That's about it for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure some stuff out. We'll do a halftime podcast here, halftime okay. scope. I mean, he put his hat on the ball. What are you going to do? Yeah, all right. Um, all right, let's talk at halftime. Uh, Monday Night Football, any other thoughts you wanted to put on for uh, Patriots Jets, or did we covered that at length up to this point? I think we covered it. Like, we uh, believe in the Jets being like frisky. Like we they're believe in the Jets a better being team a than the market better believes. Team, yes. We believe that they are better than the market thinks, and we think that potentially the Patriots might be a little overvalued by the market. This should be more like a, what, Jets Eight. by... Yeah, seven, eight, and it's 10. And this should be like a 46, 47, and it's 43 and a half. So, yeah, it's my, it's my a low opinion. total like this with a big spread. 27, with a, 20. With a team yeah. I believe in. Yeah. They will this be is, this. in this game. Darnold, Darnold's confident right now. That's a big he thing. Is. Yeah, he is. He looks good. Uh, and he's getting healthier. So, and they, and they are, they are in general across the board now. Um, like they had some bad injuries early, but they have gotten healthy as a team, I feel. Um, so it should be a should be a pretty compelling matchup, and we'll talk then. Let's talk to you for halftime of this Dallas game, and uh, I will edit this and get it up for the people. Sounds best good. Of, best of luck.